enjoy the film. You want butter on your popcorn? The theater will be ready in a second. They started uh, already. They started rebuilding the new theater. Well, that makes sense. I mean, sense. like laying the foundations down. It's yeah. All, yeah. Yeah. God, like like they just started at Bur- Like just started building it. Goodness. Yeah. That's they crazy. Are well behind scheduling. Well, I mean, they had just finished building it and then it got burned. Mm-hmm. Like, the only suspects I can think of are from this theater. So I don't. I really. Mm. Well, all I can think of is Steve. Mm-hmm. It's not really Mark's style. No, he's 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 more into like scrot snips or fight clubs or, or you know. butter shakes. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He got he got into like the the poi fire dancing at one point. That was That's just a true. weird phase, though. That was yeah Started. that week where every day after work he just demanded everyone come watch him out in the parking lot swing around some for like 20 minutes they were just like gym socks that he'd soaked the ends in gasoline and he's just whipping them around whipping them around but mm-hmm. uh but i don't think it was mark i think what we need to do is we need to look at who benefits the most from that theater being set on fire yes well, i think all of us because uh steve's gone so that's a plus Oh I mean, Lacey... Okay, we've never... We haven't found your magnifying glass. We can't even start our investigation. Yeah, you're delaying the investigation. Obstruction of justice. Mm. I will say Lacey became, has become interim uh, manager. She has. So she's... She has... Gained she some has power. benefited mm-hmm. quite a bit. And we know that Steve would be the most obvious suspect, so... And, and he's also the only suspect. Right. So it's obviously not him. Well, he could have been framed, is what I'm yes. saying. It'd be very easy to frame him just by... He, doing anything to that other theater. He fleed town super quick, though. Maybe he knew he'd be... Maybe he knew that he would be accused. Maybe he had somewhere to go real quickly. Unrelated. Unrelated, yeah. Being followed by the police on his motorcycle. <laughs> maybe. But there's maybe. sirenless cars. Sirenless cars. I mean, maybe he didn't even notice that they were following him. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe. they were yelling at him. But I mean, this is just a Have we discovered case. it? I don't know. We're, we're just I speculating like, now. I, I feel like we've, 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 we're, we're making some headway. Find your magnifying glass. Mm. I don't. I, I don't know how that's going to help us. What are we going to look at? Well, here's something. We don't something... have any clues. Yeah, but I mean, we could look at things close up anyway while we're talking. That'd be exactly. fun. Like yeah, you the, should. You should find that man. Table. Here, they've been posting articles on online about it with information from the police. Let me look up one of those right now. You can mm-hmm. talk amongst yourselves. Pumpernickel, rabble, 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 watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. I found one. Hey! <laughs> Did it look like I, we were talking? Even though it was just me? <laughs> I was looking at my phone. It sure didn't sound like it, though. Oh, shit. Hmm. Well, uh, I guess that was more of a visual. Just for a little, yeah. But guess what, you guys? The what? The police have said what they think started the fire was a magnifying glass focusing the sun into a single spot. Mmm, that's crazy. That's really weird. How long has it been since you've known where your magnifying glass was? It could have been stolen. You could be being framed. I. It could have been stolen. Somebody's framing me. Maybe really poorly. Maybe Steve is framing you, and that's why he's been nice to you all this time, because he knew that ultimately he was going to get you accused of some crime and sent to prison. So this was his way of keeping his conscience clean. That makes good sense to me. How did he steal your magnifying glass? Yeah, Steve. That is the question, isn't it? As far as I know, Steve has never been to my apartment. Never? Outside of the few times that he was there. When was the last time? Yeah. I don't know, maybe like the morning before the the fire. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Did, was he acting strangely in any way? 
Besides no. just showing up at one of his employees' how did, how did apartments. He, how did he commit arson in broad daylight? <laughs> Direct sunlight. Like, that seems really hard to do. Listen, Steve's not any sort of criminal mastermind. Was the magnifying glass the only thing that was found at the crime scene? Let me check the article again. Talk amongst yourselves. Papaya, papaya, papaya. They also said oh. a, a vintage Playboy magazine was found there, and appears to they're trying to light that on fire with the magnifying glass to start the blaze. Oh my God! What issue? <laughs> <laughs> God, I should just read all the facts before I <laughs> close the article. Let me open it up again. Watermelon, watermelon, <laughs> watermelon. Cabbage. It was a 1982 January. January 1982? Are you missing that issue? Oddly enough, yes. It's really not that odd. I, I think we've really we've, uh, solved this case. Oh yeah. my God. We've I'm solved the case I'm of where my magnifying glass went. I'm surprised you haven't been questioned at all. Yeah. I mean, why would I be questioned? All this new information was just laid out in an article that anyone could... This It's been out for like a week. I just haven't bothered to follow up. We've been trying to solve this mystery, but I haven't read any of the official articles about it. <laughs> Have you? I didn't know there were articles. I haven't read anything for the past year or so. <laughs> Except for vintage Playboys. Yeah. No, I've already read those. Oh, so you just keep them on your coffee table for your guests? Yeah. Oh. Reading material for guests. And on your floor and mm-hmm. in your bathroom yep. and in your bedroom, mm-hmm. in your dishwasher. Exactly. Okay. Got to keep those dirty magazines clean. Well, you it's not like you run your dishwasher, but... Nope. I don't Man, want to you ruin must, the paper. You must keep really good... Even for where they're all placed, you must really keep a good track if you knew exactly which issue was missing. I... Never claimed to be anything other than eccentric. <laughs> well, let's get the show underway now that we've... <laughs> that showbiz, baby. <laughs> we probably solved the mystery. Uh, we should probably contact someone. But they're already on the right track. I mean, they are getting there. Welcome to Break Room at the Cineplex. Hey! Hey! My name is Kyle McClinsky. My name is Greg Basil. I'm Henry Harrison. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about a vampire movie. Mm, yes. A spooky vampire spooky movie. scary. Which is called A Cape for All Occasions. A Cape for All Occasions. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's jump into it. So uh, this movie is about uh, Rupert Lemonstein. Mm-hmm. Rupert Lemonstein. He is a man who uh, works in a haberdashery in London. A haberdashery being a men's uh, fashion store. Oh, like ties and and, and, and cufflinks and and, uh, uh, tie clips and everything. Sure. Is it just the accessories, or is it like yes? It's 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 like accessories. There are some suits there that you can buy. You can buy suit jackets and vests and things like that. I mean, obviously, I know because we watched the movie. But yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Just for the sake of the listen, men's warehouse, a haberdashery ish. What would make it more? It's it's a haberdashery plus. Oh, yes. Okay. Just like this fella's shop. Yes. It's basically a men's warehouse. Right. It would have been easier for me to say. <laughs> he works he manages a men's warehouse. <laughs> so it's like it's like so the, it's, it's like a it's like a men's warehouse that he that he has there in, in Victorian London. It's like the late eighteen hundreds. Exactly. He just runs a, a, a normal everyday uh, uh, men's shop. Mm-hmm. So one day uh, somebody comes into the to the haberdashery mm-hmm. and Rupert uh, uh, goes up to him and says Hello, welcome to my haberdashery. <laughs> Ooh, I hope you're ready to keep that up the whole episode. Would you care for a mint? 
And the fellow says, I'm looking for something. <laughs> I'm looking for something that, that, would, uh, uh, that would go well at a dinner party. I'm you going know, to how people party. sounded in Exactly. London. Exactly. I'm looking for something that would go well at a dinner party. And Rupert says, well, I have just the thing. Come over to my cape section. <laughs> so he gives he he uh, he starts trying on capes. This That's customer capes. and they're all too short or too wide. And so uh, he's eventually like, Rupert, do you have anything that's uh, like a specialized cape? Something 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 that that uh, it's gonna take people's breath away. Really yeah. wow them, you know? Oh, I have just the thing. So <laughs> Rupert goes into the back. He crosses in front of. Uh, a mirror of a full-length mirror right and if you're paying attention he doesn't show up in the mirror that's, so that's our first hint mirror. so he, hey, that's the first hint and he, he open he opens the back door is like <laughs> it's like really loud long loud, creak long. and he gets he into the really back to get some wd-40 up in there <laughs> and uh he he's sorting through all these like all these garbs and mm-hmm. finally he he finds the perfect cape. It's it's velour. It's 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 like crimson colored with with There's black a big mat. collar up the mm-hmm. back. And uh, he brings it out to him, and he says, "Wow, this is this is probably the best cape I've ever seen. I like. I don't. I I'll I'm gonna wear this everywhere. Like this is great." Mm. Um, dons the cape, pays for it, and leaves. It and leaves. R- Rupert's left on on his own there, and he's pleased with himself because he's he's again satisfied another customer, <laughs> but. What is unbeknownst to the customer is that this cape is also cursed. Exactly. Yeah. As we find out later on in the evening when we follow the customer to his dinner party. Yes. And he gets to the party and everyone's like, Oh, what a lovely cape you're wearing there, dear. Oh, my. Everybody's loving the cape. Everybody's saying, Oh, it's a lovely cape that you're wearing. Where did you get that cape? Oh, I got it at a, at a haberdashery <laughs> just down the way there. It's a wonderful... It's like a men's warehouse. Exactly. You know. It's like a men's warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you're un- and don't know what a haberdashery is. <laughs> and everybody says that's a very wonderful cake. And he's like, "What? Are, what's what's the food tonight? I'm famished. I spent my whole afternoon shopping for a cape. Didn't have a chance to have lunch." And they're like, "We're having garlic bread." And he says, "That sounds great. That sounds great to me. Why wouldn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, and he goes, and he goes over because because as you said, he's super famished. He's super hungry. So he goes over and he takes a bite, and his mouth starts to burn. He says. This bread is terrible. It tastes like ash. And I'm also in an, an incredible amount of pain. <laughs> the host is like, uh, my apologies. I'll I'm, go uh, really get you something else. Wait, wait, what would you like? We've got, uh, we've got soup. We've got silver bowls to serve this soup in. And he says, well, that sounds good to me. I'll take some soup. That sounds wonderful. I love silver soup. Silver bowls, you say? Yeah, I'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind if I do. That sounds very fancy. And he he just he grabs the soup and just instantly drops. He's like, "This burned my hand. The soup is too hot." He's and like, "Oh, I'm like, terribly sorry. It's gazpacho. <laughs> it's ice cold. Ice cold." And then he's like, "Listen, I'm gonna go into the bathroom, and splash some water on my face. Uh, I'll be right back." And he gets to the doorway of the bathroom, and he stops, and he can't seem to enter the bathroom because it's occupied. <laughs> So a person, the door opens, and the person's like, I'm done. And they're like... Uh, he's like, well, would you mind if I use the bathroom? And they're like, yeah, go feel free. And then he's like, he walks in. Like, Come on inside the bathroom. 
<laughs> and so he, he enters the bathroom. He, he splashes, splashes some water, water on his face, and he looks up. And, and, he, and he looks up to to himself. He, he says to himself, "This is really weird. Why am I feeling so weird? Am I sick or something? I'll check. The, I'll check my my face to make sure <laughs> that everything looks okay." And he looks up. He, he nothing. It's just the cape. It's just the cape. <laughs> he sees the cape and the bathroom wall behind him. Yeah. So he stumbles backwards, obviously concerned. <laughs> when he hits the wall, he bursts into just a flurry of bats. <laughs> and he shoots out into the party. And everyone's screaming and yelling, and, and, uh, and they, the bats smash through all the windows. and Just fly all around haberdashery, you know, mm-hmm. just chaos. It's a, it's a chaotic uh, scene. Cut to the next morning at the haberdashery. Mm-hmm. Somebody comes in. Uh, and, and Rupert Rupert looks up and says, "Oh, hello! Please close the door. It's too bright outside. So please come inside. Let the <laughs> that's our second me. hint. If you haven't got on, <laughs> if yet. you haven't got on, <laughs> please uh, help me. I help you today." And the, and the fellow's saying, "The fellow's saying, yes, hello, my good man. I'm looking for a pair of shoes. I'm looking for a pair of shoes. And he's like, well, if you're looking for shoes, we have some right over here. <laughs> so he looks at the shoes and he says, "Wonderful. These are wonderful shoes. Uh, uh, I might need something." My 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 suit jacket doesn't quite look as as good as I like. I, I need something to go with these shoes. And Rupert says, "Well, perhaps a cape is something that you would like. I have just the one." He goes off to the back room. And he uh, and he goes inside. He's got he's a little latch that got a little latch that holds it open. And he and he, he, he goes over. He goes over to the... He's rummaging around. He's rummaging around. He's like, ah, just the one. And he brings out the same cape. And he says... Pretty spooky, guys. Pretty mm-hmm. spooky. Mm-hmm. And he goes over and he puts it on the fella and he, and he and ties it up. And, and the fella was like, well, I was really looking for a suit jacket, as I said. But this is a remarkable cape. I, I believe I, it goes wonderfully with these shoes, my good man. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it right now. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And he pays for it and he leaves. So now we're following that guy. Now we're following that guy. Right. So he gets in his, his uh, horse and buggy and uh, he's he's riding through the cobblestone streets. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a closed carriage, so nobody can see inside. Nobody can see that he's just uh, shirtless with a cape, <laughs> pants and shoes. And shoes. Because <laughs> he never got a shirt or jacket as he was <laughs> shopping for. So he, he, gets, he gets home where he is met by his butler, his head butler. Who has a note says that says, "Hey, uh, um, your your wife and kids, they're at the uh, they're at the cathedral right now. It's your child's um, baptism. Baptism, or yeah." And so so he's like he's like, he's oh, like that's right. oh, I knew of this. Course. This is why I was this trying to get I, a new coat. Yes, exactly. You know, go go down to the cathedral. So they go down to the he, they, they they ride him down to the cathedral. He gets out, and as he's going into the cathedral, he's starting to feel. Starting to feel weird. Weird. He passes weird. the greeter who says, "Come on in." Come on in. Come on right in. He says, "Thank you very much." He goes over to the little holy water thing mm-hmm. to um, cross cross himself. himself. Yeah, as you do in a in a in a Catholic church. And he goes over and and he dips his finger in and burns. And he's like, "Ow, son of a bitch!" Oh, <laughs> a, forgive me, Father. And the Father's like, "Hey, no problem, guy." And so so he's he's, he's like, he's like, like that, is, that water is hot." He's and the priest hot. is like. That's gazpacho. <laughs> the holy water's holy over, water's in over that. there. <laughs> That's gazpacho in a, That's in a, a silver bowl. <laughs> garlic gazpacho. <laughs> so he's like, oh, my mistake. Oh, my, I'm terribly sorry, Father. He goes over to the holy water. <laughs> ah, the holy ah, water. This burns like gazpacho. 
But he she shrugs it off. He's like, you know what? It's fine. God gets it. <laughs> so he walks forward. He marches down the aisle shirtless. Shirtless in a game. Shoes. <laughs> and he marches forward to where his is uh his uh his child is being held by the bishop and his and his wife is there being like, hey, you look great in your cape. Come on up. <laughs> and uh. uh and, and and as he gets closer to the crucifix at the front, mm-hmm. he's getting more and more more and more anxious. He's he's like he's like, what's going on right now? I'm feeling sick. I don't know about this. I Maybe mean, it was that gazpacho. Yeah, like, I don't know about it. I didn't eat any of it. But it burnt my finger so <laughs> awful. And so 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 he, he he gets to the front, and and the bishop looks at him. Is like, is like, hey man, are you doing okay? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, of course I'm doing okay. And he's like. Well, all right, let's get to going on with the ceremony, I guess. And as the ceremony goes, it's dragging on and on and on and on. And he's, and he's slowly getting more and more sick. And he's, like, and he's like, I can't take this anymore. I need to get out of here. So he turns. And as he turns, the cape whips around. And, uh, and he, he trips over the cape. And he mm-hmm. falls forward off of the, the few steps that lead up to the altar. And as he hits the floor, he bursts into just a bunch <laughs> just of a bats. bunch of bats! <laughs> And they all fly around, they all fly around, break through the windows. It's chaos. It's a haberdashery up in here. It's a chaotic scene. <laughs> but this one's different because everyone's side happened. Exactly. So everyone's like, that's that's unusual. That's <laughs> This was not, this is not uh, normal. It was unexpected. And this all is, that's left on the ground is that the cape is the cape. Mm-hmm. And, and the priest goes up to pick it up and it just turns to ashes in his hand. Mm-hmm. And he's... What the hell? Confused. <laughs> but in the ashes, there is a tag, the tag from the cape, and it says Rupert's, Rupert's Haberdashery. Men's Warehouse. Men's Warehouse. <laughs> Rupert's Haberdashery. Like a men's it's warehouse. like a men's warehouse. That's a, a slogan. Cut to Rupert in his haberdashery. Uh, it's at the end of the day, so it's, it's already dusk. It's a little mm-hmm. dark, so he's looking out his window, having himself a, a, a drink of what looks like red wine. He's having a sip, and he's like, he's like yeah, good day. Uh, enter somebody else, some other guy. He comes in and he's like, "Hey, I'm looking for uh, I'm looking for cufflinks. Do you have cufflinks here?" And he's like, "He's like, yes, I have just the cape for you." <laughs> he's like, "My grandmother's getting buried, uh, and I don't have I don't have cufflinks." <laughs> and so uh, he's just like, "I have just the thing for you." And so he goes. He he he's, he, he walks past the uh, the standing uh, the full length mirror, etc. And he goes in and he's, he rummages around a little bit and he, and, he, and he brings it out and he's like, how about this one? And the guy was like, no, I'm really sorry. I have enough capes. I need cufflinks. But this cape is for any occasion. And he's like, look, I'm just, I'm just trying to like go to this funeral. Like, I'm not trying to like make a show of this. Or yeah, like, you know, this I'm really not no, trying but to show please up. just try it on. You'll love it immediately. And he's like, I also, while you were in there, I have to admit, I took a sip of your wine. It's really salty. It's kind of gross. And that's our third clue. That's our third clue. That's our third And clue. at this point, the priest from the night before, he stops outside and looks in the windows and he sees uh, Rupert brandishing, brandishing cape. this cape. And, and he's, he's like, like, that's the that's same the cape. cape. I would recognize that cape anywhere. He looks, that looks, that looks spectacular. That looks super on him. fly, you know? So, like, <laughs> so the priest 
uh, turns and calls over his shoulder, and he's like, yep, it's the cape. And uh, at that moment, behind him, torches start lighting up as this mob. As a mob. They've been waiting in the darkness, in just the darkness. in case they were wrong. They yeah, didn't want to be they didn't too wanna... hasty. Yeah, exactly. But he's like, and yeah, that's torches, the cape. Torches don't last as long as you might think, so they didn't want to waste the torches. Yeah, yeah. So they light up all the torches, and the street is suddenly full of, of fire and pitchforks. And they rush the store. They break the windows. They're like, this They're is some in. sort of a store. <laughs> What is this, like a men's warehouse or something? <laughs> Would it be much? <laughs> and, and they're, all, they're all rushing in, and Rupert turns around, and he, and he runs into the back room, past, this, past the full-length mirror. You don't, he's not, you don't see him in the no mirror. Reflection. There's nothing in the mirror. Not even and, he, and he goes to the back room. And the whole time, they're just rushing in the windows and, and storming the, the, the store, tipping over racks of clothing, and then the latch closes. <laughs> he gets through the back. He gets through the back. Bursts into a bunch of bats. And, and that's, when we're, <laughs> that's when we're like, Rupert is a vampire. He's a vampire. That's that's the the big reveal at that's that point the one. in the film. So he bursts into he a bunch bursts of bats. Bursts into a bunch of bats, and all the bats fly off uh, through a window mm-hmm. uh, uh, in the same direction. Because he's used to turning into a bunch of bats. bats. Yeah, this is something he's doing. They're coordinated. Exactly. So the the priest and the mob are able to see where the bats fly into the distance. Because he doesn't go too too far. It's just the castle up on the hill. Yeah, and then he turns back into a person and goes inside. And he saunters on in. And 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 they're like, the castle, to the castle, to the castle. They all they all leave, and all that's left is the the one guy in the store who has the cape on now. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of uh, confused because yeah, he just wanted some cufflinks. He, for he, he was a funeral, not even there for a cape. So he just grabs some cufflinks off the shelf and uh, yeah. leaves the store. They leave some money on the counter because he's, he's an honest person. Yeah. He's an honest person. Um, so cut to the mob arriving to the castle. Mm-hmm. Their guns blaze. Well, no guns, no but, guns they're, but their torches, torches are blazing. blazing. <laughs> <laughs> and they are furious. Mm-hmm. So they they pound on the door because they can't kick it open they try a couple of times and it doesn't work and then mm-hmm. they're just like well let's just knock and see if he comes and then <laughs> they just pound on the door and the doors <laughs> open up because it's double doors right <laughs> um and they're they're kind of uncertain because nobody's at the door and they're like okay should well we, just, should we go in just go in yeah and so they they go in and um, they're kind of exploring things. Mm-hmm. They're they're, like... they're, walk, they're walking down the big long entry entryway, mm-hmm. and there are there are portraits along the way, all yeah. of Rupert, right, yeah. at yeah. different points in history. Exactly. Yeah. And, and they're they're trying to put the pieces together. Like, is he just really old? Is this... what the hell is this? It doesn't look this that different. Like... Yeah. The a group of them enter the library, and they're they're looking at the shelves, and then they're like, "Well, maybe there's some answers in these books." Everyone grab a book, and so they all start pulling books, and the, <laughs> the shelves, shelves are, are spinning around. <laughs> Apparently every bookshelf in that castle is every a, book is a hidden triggers a different thing. <laughs> So there are people getting lost down corridors, and, mm-hmm. and it's it's spooky. It's it's creepy as hell, and, but, and eventually all that's left is the priest. Right. So everyone else right. has been lost. Everybody, everybody else, else has lost has a, a book at this point, <laughs> or moved uh, a the suit of armor. Like, the only yeah. book I need is the Bible. Okay. All right. So yeah. he he finds the staircase upstairs, and he's got his torch, and he's he's coming up the staircase. Which is a spiral staircase. Right. Of course. 
And um, he gets to the, sec- the second story, and he looks out the window, and it's he, he's much higher up than the second story. He's like, I've only climbed one flight of stairs. How did I get so high in the castle? I'm very confused. This and is pretty spooky. He, this is pretty. He, he mouths all this out loud, um, and, and, and Rupert... <laughs> just mouths it. Just, mouths it out loud. Right, he's, he's mouthing the words, and then Rupert comes along, and he's like, you know, I've heard what you have said, and and he's like, I didn't, I didn't say anything though. Like I was just mouthing it because he says this out loud though. Right, so, he's talking at this point. Right. If that wasn't clear, he's now talking. And um, yeah, you're you're left with this standoff between Rupert and this priest, mm-hmm. and the priest is like, I know what you've done. Like I know, you know, you've been cursing people in our village, and you're turning them into bats. Like, I'm giving them a gift. You may have noticed all of the paintings in the foyer, or the entranceway. It's like an entranceway, I call the foyer. <laughs> you know how, like, a haberdashery is like, like a, a haberdashery, it's like a men's warehouse. <laughs> you, you understand. <laughs> I've been alive for hundreds of years. The priest is like, well, obviously, you're evil, because uh, no good thing could live forever. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty rude assumption to make, but it's pretty on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> and... So they start one-on-one combat. Mm-hmm. The priest pulls out his cross and his holy water. It's like a perfume. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. A spritzer. <laughs> and um, so he's he's kind of uh, comes at Rupert. Rupert doesn't really want to fight him. Uh, he's just like, leave me alone. Like, please do not. <laughs> and um, so he's spraying him with the spritzer and backing him into a corner with the cross. And uh, yeah, they found they're still in the spiral staircase, but he finds a corner right to back him into. Um, it's it it's spooky. It's a spooky castle. It's pretty spooky. And um, at this point, Every bookshelf has a passageway. <laughs> At this point, the priest catches himself in in the mirror on the side of the wall, mm-hmm. and he sees what he's done. What He sees, like, the, the anger in his own eyes and the, the viciousness that's there. And he, he doesn't see the vampire, of course, because he's, Cause he's uh, Rupert's not right, there. Rupert's he's not, not, and he's like, oh, he's a vampire. Like, well, he makes this realization in his own head Before now. Before this, we just thought he was, a, he was just an East European guy. He was a very <laughs> eccentric fellow. Yeah, and a weird Ukrainian. Who just is immortal also. <laughs> <laughs> and he 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 stops and he's like he stops himself because he's like i maybe i'm the evil one maybe i've maybe i'm the monster and at this point the the various members of the mob have found their way out they've been regrouping stumbling yeah. out of bookshelves they, they all, they all and so they were they were making their way up the spiral staircase and they hear the priest go maybe i'm the monster and you hear a guy from the mob go hey guys the, the priest the, the monster priest. And so the mob starts chasing him up the tower. And chasing so he, he takes off and Rupert's like, you went that way. He went that way. <laughs> <laughs> up, uh, upwards, the only other direction. As, he, as, he, fades into the, as he fades into the shadows. <laughs> he gets to the top floor. He's on the, the balcony priest. on the top it's floor. The, top. the priest, right, yes. And he's cornered up against the back of the, the balcony and the mob is, is swiftly approaching. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's just scared for his life at this point because he's like, I've... I've come to terms with like, you know, my sins and like I've finally discovered like how to be a better person, but this mob is just a mob and they're angry and they they want someone to die. Yeah. And he sees his life flash before his eyes and then the man from the shop, the haberdashery before wearing the cape mm-hmm. flies in as a pair of bats and swoops the priest <laughs> off the balcony. He's like, "Check out what I learned how to do." <laughs> 
him up and flies him away. We do a quick flashback of him at that funeral, and he's approaching the casket, you know, with his grandmother in it to pay his final respects. His and foot then catches on the cape. His foot catches on the cape, and he falls into the already dug grave. <laughs> and as he hits the ground, he bursts into a bunch of bats. <laughs> And flies off towards the castle. Yeah, except he's a, he's a quick learner. He's a quick learner. He, yeah. he figures out, oh, okay, I can control all these pets. Uh, <laughs> so he saves the priest, and he sets him gently back down uh, on the ground. And he turns back into a human. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he's, and he's uh, like, yeah. well, you know, this isn't really a curse. I kind of like being a bunch of bats. Like, it's pretty cool. Um, I can get around a lot quicker. Uh, and, you know, I just... I don't have to eat as much food, and apparently I live forever now, so that's kind of cool. That's cool. That's a plus. So, they go and meet up with Rupert at the haberdashery. Uh, Rupert's there with a broom. He's cleaning it up. <laughs> like, no rest for the wicked. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so, they, uh, they they go up and they meet up with him, and they're like, they're like hey, here's the thing. Uh, uh, super sorry. The priest is speaking. He's like, super sorry. I was trying to... Uh, Destroy you, demons or whatever. Yeah. I was trying to actively trying to destroy you. Yeah, and, and, and Rupert's like, no, no harm, no foul. Uh-huh. So, um, Rupert, the priest, and the cape guy are friends now, mm-hmm. and they're uh, they sitting out. down for dinner. And he's like, "Do you have any garnishes?" He's like, "Garlicses," and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and they all share a laugh. <laughs> Cut to credits. <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted to throw that one in there, yeah. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> what a spooky movie. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. Cape for cape all occasions. Cape for all occasions. I liked it. I, I liked, liked it. it a lot, actually. It was yeah, a good movie. It was really fun. It did as well. Really fun. I like that I learned something from this movie. And what was that? Yeah. What, um, what a haberdashery is. Ah. <laughs> It's kind of like a men's warehouse. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's an educational movie. Yeah, yeah, really teaches you something mm-hmm. about the world and about yourself. Right. And words. Mm. It's true. It's true. Uh, did you have a favorite part, guys? Uh, so I like so throughout the uh, the the credits, there, we're seeing that like Rupert's business is keeping up. So we keep getting the like ding of the bells. Someone enters the uh, the place, and they're like, "I'm looking for this," and he's like, "You mean a cape?" <laughs> so he's he's handing out this cape to all these people in town and and you kind of realize through this this like jaunty montage throughout the credits that like everyone in this town is slowly being turned, turned into, into a vampire into yeah. just a bunch of bats <laughs> and so um kind of like the end sweeping shot as the credits are rolling up across the screen is just sweeping through the town and the people are walking around and they all have got different capes on or you know they're, uh, they're falling down yeah they're the bats. Tr- they're shaking hands and, and high-fiving and every time they high-five they turn burst into in the bats, bats. <laughs> and someone stumbles over the curb and they burst into bats and, <laughs> and uh i just like it's like a little bow on the package it's like yeah. the problem solved but like also rupert's business is doing fine and <laughs> and everyone's bats everyone's bats now <laughs> yeah it's kind of like a you know how are they now story yeah like, yeah, right? yeah yeah let's check back in with these characters mm-hmm. good stuff eight out of ten Wow, right out of the gate with yeah. that. Uh, eight out of ten. Um, I'll, I'll say eight out of ten as well. Nice, mm, nice. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Well, my name's Greg. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Kyle. I'm Henry Harrison. 
And uh, that that's that's the show. I guess we should uh, contact the police with what we know about uh, your missing magnifying glass and right. magazine. And Steve definitely did it. Steve, we can say definitively. It wasn't unless me. Greg did it. That Steve uh, definitely did it. Well, I don't think it was me. Hit us on Twitter. Oh yeah, you can re- you can reach out to us via email at cineplexpodcast at gmail or on Twitter at cineplexpodcast, and uh, we'll. We'll uh, give a watch to any movie that uh, you, you send our way, any title, or ask us questions about Timberdale. You yeah. know, you know the, how it works. Yeah, hopefully. I've, Do you know how it works? I've asked the question before about yeah, Timberdale. Via Twitter, or just in general? Just, uh, just yeah, I thought that, that's what we're talking about. Henry has asked a question before, so you can use that as an example. Um, just hmm. how to format uh, a sentence a, that a ends question? in a question mark. You know, it's mostly in the punctuation. I got to tell you guys. Uh, really. So, there really? you go. That was a good example. Here we are. Anyway, thanks I'm here for listening. Teach. <laughs> it's mostly in the punctuation, guys. <laughs> These are not good examples. It's but... mostly in the punctuation, guys. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>